Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Armor Report. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining me. This is a special report with your host, Brett Rosenthal. (laughs) The Armour Report stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. This is a show about quantumental investing in the stock market. Quantumental investing basically means the combination of quantitative execution, where we use algorithms and uh, computer, uh, computer systems to tell us when to add or subtract capital, And we combine that with a fundamental foundation, and that's the information edge I try to share with you every day. And normally we do this on Saturdays. This is a special report because we've had a major change to the risk monitor, and I want to keep all of you up to date. Obviously, if you're a subscriber, what I call an Armor Insider, you've already been aware of this information today, right? Because we talked about it this morning. So thanks for joining me again this afternoon. You might hear some of the things we talked about this morning again. But I just wanted to share this information with the entire YouTube nation and all subscribers on YouTube because it is important. So what we're going to talk about today is stock market direction, how we're setting up the portfolios, and what our approach is now so we can continue to create alpha. Um, Quick note, don't forget, I don't know you, so I can't possibly tell you what stocks to buy, how to buy them, or anything, quite frankly. What I can do is share my experience. I've been doing this over 30 years, been writing algorithms for a decade, been building this information flow that I'm sharing with you. My hope is that you learn from my successes and my failures, and it makes your experience as an investor a better experience, where you can see your net worth grow over a long period of time. If you enjoy this conversation, of course, the thumbs up helps me on, you know, YouTube and whatnot. You can subscribe down here both to the channel itself, the YouTube channel, and the Armor Report if you wish to become an Armor Insider and have access to this kind of information every morning. We have a morning meeting video just for Armor Insiders where we get our day set up. We talk about our day trades. We talk about what we're going to do from an investing standpoint, what we expect from market direction and how we're going to read and react to what the market gives us. The whole philosophy, the armor investing way is about getting on the right side of probabilities and statistics and putting capital to work when the reward's worth the risk. So let's talk about what we've been doing and what we're doing now. Let me start by saying this. For Armour subscribers, for insiders, what I've done is I've set up what I call the Armour Risk Monitor. Okay? The Risk Monitor allows us 
to monitor the top seven indexes where we've written algorithms specifically designed for the volatility of each. That's the S&P, the Dow, the NASDAQ 100, the small cap index, the momentum index, the value index, and the IBD 50. Those seven indexes drive all of our risk decision. The key, you might want to write this down because this to me is one of the keys to successful investing. Now, people are always saying this is the number one thing. I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of important things to investing correctly, but this is one of them for sure. And it's a little different than you might be used to. The Armour Investing Way is about putting capital to work aggressively as soon as we get the risk on entry using the algorithms. As close to the stop as we can. We don't pyramid up as things go and we don't average down and make a mistake worse and worse. We put capital to work when the information that we're getting from our algorithms tells us that the probability of success is at its highest. That's when to commit capital. So what I'm on here saying today, the special report, if you will, of this comment on a Tuesday afternoon, something I don't normally do, is that on the 29th of June, we had the risk on signal so we take our risk monitor, and we break it down, make it real easy. Red, yellow, green. Green is when all indexes are telling us the same thing, that the, that the market is ripe for investment. Okay? So take a look at this chart here. What I want to share with you, part of the S&P. And what you're going to see here, the low on the 15th, you've been hearing me talk about this during our weekend discussions for the week in review. And you know that this date right here is the low that for us is the key point in the market. As long as that low holds, we have an interest in being long the market. And what we got here was a double bottom right at the uptrend testing that low and holding. So the risk on, move that right here so you can see it. Let me blow it up a bit, okay? The risk on signal was that day right here. So this is the day, guys, on the 29th of June, that the risk monitor goes green. All seven indexes told us it was time to be long the market. And you can see, for every day after that until today, okay, the market went straight up. One, two, three, four, five. Now, what's interesting about that is that we have a rule here. It's part of our algorithms. The green signal for the risk monitor is only five days long or 5%. So if the market gives us a risk on entry and skyrockets in two days and is up more than 5%, we stop adding stocks to the portfolio. The risk monitor goes yellow. But under normal circumstances, the S&P will get that risk on buy signal and for five days, 
we allow ourselves to build a portfolio. The longer you do this, the longer you follow the armor investing way, the more comfortable you'll be, more comfortable you'll get. And you'll put the dramatic, you'll put the significant amount of your capital to work in day one and day two. And then you'll just fill out your portfolio in days three, four, and five. And you're doing that because I like to say you have to earn the right to take the risk. If you put maybe 75% of your capital to work in day one and day two, and you start making money, you add the other 25% in that distinct five-day window. This is the armor investing way. This way is created because of extensive algorithmic backtesting that shows us the optimal way of putting capital to work from a risk-reward standpoint. I always like to get my capital in. When I know the risk, I can see the stop, and it's not that far away. I don't care if I put a lot of money to work and I get stopped that stop out one, two days later. I mean, I hate it. It's a bad day, but then it's over. It doesn't matter to me. I realize that that risk on entry failed, and I go back to cash. This is about percentages and probabilities, guys. This is not crystal ball gazing. I'm not guessing what the market will do next. I don't know. Statistically speaking, the market should go up, but should doesn't mean anything. Unless the statistic is 100%, which it isn't, there will be times we step in and get stopped out in very short order. We don't know when that's going to happen. So what we do is we execute the same way every time. So over time, the statistics, probabilities work out in our favor. So don't forget, the armor investing way is to build your whiteboard, do your fundamental analysis, find the companies you want to own, put them on the whiteboard. Don't put them in your portfolio. Not time for that. Put them on the whiteboard. You get risk on opportunities using the armor algorithms. That's the execution piece, telling us when to commit capital, when the probabilities are at their highest. And the reward to risk ratio is right. It's optimal. So then we take names off of the whiteboard and put them into the portfolio during that five-day window. That window ended yesterday. And that's why I'm on here talking to you today. The risk monitor is now yellow. That means from here on out, Armor Insiders and myself, we are managing success. We're not chasing the market we're not adding more names as the market goes higher. We're done. We have our exposure on starting last Monday. This allows us to have an alpha day today. Markets are down across the board. Really had an ugly close, quite frankly. Armor portfolios were up across the board and up significantly. I mean, more than half a percent, maybe 1%, depending on the portfolio. Okay, so I just wanted to share with you, all of you who subscribe to the, to the YouTube channel, and I appreciate you doing it, I wanted to share with you what we're seeing on our end. The time for taking risk now in the armor investing way is over, and now we shift 
to that third phase of the armor investing way, which is risk management. So it's phase one, research, fundamental, get ready. Phase two, execute using algorithms, put capital to work. Phase three, risk management. This is the cycle we go through, okay? And for Armour Insiders, we've set up the risk monitor, simple, red, yellow, green. So we've just gone from green back to yellow, and we've been green and yellow since the bottom March 23rd. That was the day we shifted from red to yellow, started putting capital to work early in April. And it stayed yellow the entire time, which is kind of interesting. If you take a look here, even during this sell-off from the market high here, right down to the lows in that big down day, four of the seven indexes remained long in our index only portfolio. We have three armor portfolios set up for you to monitor as armor insiders and subscribers. The armor aggressive portfolio, which mirrors my own personal assets, the armor conservative portfolio for a more conservative approach. Um, and then an armor index only portfolio. All we do is take capital. All we do is buy the indexes, those seven indexes. So we put an equal um, amount of capital in each, which is 14.3% in each of the seven. And we let the algorithms tell us when to put money to work and when to take it off. So even during that big sell-off, Algorithm said, got to stay long. At the time, it was small caps, IBD 50, the momentum and the value. And then what we saw on the 29th is that the NASDAQ 100, the S&P, and the Dow joined forces with the other four. And that's why in the morning meeting on the 29th of June, I was sharing this information with Armour Insiders. It's time to put capital to work. The risk monitor is now green. Okay? So now what we do is just manage, manage success. And how do we create alpha? Well, this is the greatest stock picker's market I, might have, I think I've ever seen in my life. I mean, we went through a 10-year period. I think it's like a 10-year period where passive investing was the way to go. Just throw money at the indexes, throw money at the top five to 10 names in the NASDAQ, and go play golf. Very hard to outperform that. Pendulum has swung. Boy, do I love it. Okay? Now it takes a little intelligence to figure out how to invest. Okay? That's what the pandemic has done for us. Let's list some positive things about the pandemic. That's one of them. Here's another one. My three-year-old daughter and my six-year-old son are best friends now because they got no one else to play with. <laughs> anyway, um, you got to find the silver lining, right? Um. That's interesting. I just saw a story hit the tape that Disney World is going to go ahead. Walt Disney's going to go ahead with Disney World reopening on Saturday, according to Reuters. Sweet. Let's take a look at that. Right in the midst of this conversation, why don't we take a look at a recent addition to Armor Portfolios? Okay. So we added shares of Disney yesterday. The last day we were allowed to put any capital to work was yesterday any new capital to work. Let's put it that way. Okay. Disney's a no brainer to me. I, I just have the feeling that I'm going to get a year from now and I'm going to look back and I'm going to say, how did I not buy Disney below 120? 
Okay. Pandemic's not going to be here forever. Government's giving these companies support. You can see here, Disney gapped up. It went down. All it did was close the gap, which is so classic. Gap closure. There's the support. This is the 29th right here. That was the risk on day for the, all the markets. We added right here. We'll use the stop of the 29th as our stop on Disney. Right now, Disney's getting a bid in the aftermarket, trading around 115. That's going to be somewhere taking out these tops right here on that piece of news. So anyway, I digress. I just saw that story and it made me think. So just wanted to share with you guys what our stance was, what we're doing now. We're not chasing the market now. Now's the time to manage the success. Um, I'm going to go through some charts with you in a minute, share with you how we've allocated the portfolio so you can see our thinking. Uh, and understand how to create alpha in your portfolio because it's no longer a passive investor's uh, stock market. It's time for the thinkers now. Okay. Um, real quick note. Real quick note. Before I get into looking at different stock charts and I'll take some of your questions and we'll wrap up tonight. Gold just crossed 1800. It's a big day, guys. Gold's crossed 1,800. Silver's coming on. The short squeeze is on. It's here. We've been talking about it for a while. I don't have much to add other than to say the breach of 1,800 has happened and attack, attack, attack. You know. Now, we're already in position, so we're not running out there chasing things. And that's how you create alpha. You put positions on before that move. The market goes down today and GDX is up, um, what was it, a little over two and a quarter percent. And our portfolio is full of precious metal stocks. And if you want, I'll run you through a couple of names. I am not suggesting you buy them now. You can do whatever you want. We already own these names, full disclosure, right? We're already making money in these positions. But certainly Newmont Mining is a favorite. Okay, this was our original entry in Newmont. And we've traded it since, and we've bought it back as it goes back above the 50-day moving average, which is right here. Okay? So now we're long this stock. Franco Nevada, another big name. Almost identical type of chart pattern. Okay? Wheat and precious metals. This is a, a silver and gold royalty play. And Wheaton, as you can see, is outperforming both of those other big gold plays. Okay. And then we can drop down into some smaller names. You're going to see Kirkland Lake. Now, you guys know me. I've been dogging this stock for a long time. I love the assets inside this company. This was the original entry price. We've traded it since. We're back at it. Right? This is the day, the 30th. The 29th was the day we started putting money back to work. The 29th, the 30th, right in here. Now it's blowing out. Right? Nova Gold. Other favorite of ours. This whole takedown in Nova Gold was a short-selling rag out of China that lied about this company. Brought the stock right back to the 200-day moving average. So I'd like to thank that company in China. Well done for giving us a shot on Nova Gold under nine. What a gift. Okay? 
Now the stock's taken off. Clear, clear support came right down to the breakout, right to the 200-day, reversed. Right? Don't forget Pan American Silver. That stock's outperforming every name we've just showed you. Okay? These are all positions in our portfolio, and Mag Silver rounds it out. Okay? The silver stocks, as you can see, are outperforming the gold stocks now, which is amazing because silver hasn't even really taken off yet. Silver is poised to make a move, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? So we'll see what happens. You know, a lot of the times the metals run up into this area and then they get, you know, whacked overnight. So who knows? A lot of shenanigans going on in the gold and silver space. There are guys who are massively short. The supply-demand equation is completely, completely blown up after the pandemic, okay? And they're getting squeezed. And when you back an animal into a corner, it can get ugly. So there could be some raids and some short selling at 3 o'clock in the morning to try to drive prices down and shake out some loose holders so they can come in later and try to cover and buy back even more of their short. But at some point in here, they lose control of that manipulation. And that's when the fun really begins for us. I don't know when. You know, ladies and gentlemen, please hold on to the bar. <laughs> that's how I look at it. All right. So let's wrap up with um, some chart patterns here. I did want to show you this pattern. Um, let's take a look at GDX before I get off this topic. I'm going to show you the monthly chart, just in case you think you might have missed it. Oh, my goodness. I haven't even started, guys. I mean, it's just getting started. Right? Kind of nice to look at. I mean, not, I'm not a buyer of SLV. I, I own other physical assets. But I just want to show you that chart. So silver stocks are outperforming gold stocks right now. And silver hasn't even broken out yet. I mean, silver's got a clear... What is that, 20? You know, 19, 18 and a half, 20 on SLV for this game to even get started. You guys are looking at me while I'm talking. How come nobody said anything? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking. You guys aren't, you're aren't telling me anything. All right, I'm just kidding. All right, look at that. SLV hadn't even started yet. Hasn't even started. GBX. Holy smokes. That's a monthly chart of GDX. Look what happens when this thing rips. This is back in 2009, right? So the last time we had major Fed intervention, quantitative easing, all kinds of currency devaluating activity. And look what these stocks did, right? And so we're having that on a massive scale now, massive scale, bigger than anything we saw back here. So am I telling you to run out there and buy stocks today? Is that what you're, what you're hearing? I, I hope you're not hearing that, right? If you're an Armour insider, you already own all these names. You had a big update today. You're not chasing any of these names. We're just managing the success now, okay? Um. Let me just, I thought I'd wrap up with a couple of charts for you. Let's see. Charts I thought looked interesting today. 
We'll take this off of monthly. We'll put it on to daily. We'll take a look at work, W-R-K. All right, so you know I'm a fan of Slack. I use the product. If you become an Armor Insider, you get access to the Armor Trading Desk on Slack. And we're on there all day sharing information amongst all the subscribers, letting you know what trades I'm putting on from a day trading standpoint to a hedging standpoint to investing. Um, so I love the product. I think it's great. Anyway, and when I say that, it, just because I think the product's great doesn't mean I have to own the stock, but I put it on my whiteboard. And that's really called the Peter Lynch style of investing. Companies that, of products you use, services you like, start doing research there. It's a great way to build a whiteboard. And then when you get the risk on entry point, you start buying those stocks that set up correctly. So take a peek at, um, take a peek here at, um, at Slack. So there's the original entry point. It ran up. We booked profits here, guys. Remember that? Right before the earnings announcement. We took some profits off the table. We held a core position. The stock gapped down. We booked the rest of our profit that we bought down here. And now we're waiting for the next pattern to set up. That looks like a double bottom to me. And so we're long that asset. And it had a great close in the midst of a market that was, you know, melting down a bit. Okay. Um, this is how you create alpha, guys. June 15th. Long Livongo. Why we do that? We also put on a position of Spotify that day. Increased our position of Spotify on June 15th. Increased our position in Chegg, June 15th. Okay. The reason we did that, and I could go on. There's there's a list of names we can look at if you want to see. You want to see how we create alpha at the armor report as an insider on that Monday after the collapse, the previous Thursday after the Fed meeting. What I shared that morning during the armor insider morning call was that we want to add to all of the stocks that did not get stopped out when the market cratered the week before, because that's the leadership. Remember that. Write that down in your journal. The next time the market has a terrible sell-off like that and you're getting stopped out and you're raising cash, but there's a handful of names that make it through the storm, those are the names to focus on. That's what we did on the 15th, and it helps us create major, major alpha. Those are some of the names. Spotify, Levango. Now, of course, Levango, I love this story today, right? Because um, just two days ago, Goldman Sachs downgraded the stock to uh, a neutral, Okay, they don't think it can go up anymore. And then the stock explodes higher because the company pre-announces much better than expected revenue numbers. Guys, oops, guys, that has major implications, I think, for all of this, the work from home companies. We're about to enter earnings season. There should be a number of companies like Lavango who saw accelerated revenue growth because the pandemic continues. So we could see other earnings surprises like that. Okay. Here are a couple of other names we added on the 15th. Okay. This was Splunk. There's the 15th. That's the day. Okay. We were adding to our Microsoft that day. There's the 15th. Right. We were adding to Netflix that day. 
right in here, 15th, okay? That's how you build alpha. All right, guys, let's wrap up, and I will answer any questions you might have. Let's take like 15 minutes to just rip through a couple if you've got any questions, guys. William, okay, interested when you ended up uh, doing your Slack position. Honest gains in the first two days, but not sure what a pre-breakout pattern looks like. Interested what you what you ended up doing. Well, I hope I answered the question on Slack or long Slack, okay? All right, Jess, uh, do you give any credence to the gold-silver ratio? Time. Um, I thank you. I'm, I I appreciate you taking the time to watch. Um, I don't know what to make of that ratio. I, I it doesn't help me make money. Let's put it that way. Okay. At some point, I do believe the ratio is going to snap back and silver is going to explode. But it, it doesn't really help me make an investing decision. Do you know what I mean? It'll stay like that however long it wants to, and then eventually it'll close the ratio. So, yes, there's value there in silver, but from a timing standpoint, who knows when it finally snaps back. Butch, we had a good holiday. I did. Thank you, my friend. I hope you did as well. CrowdStrike and Datadog over, uh, run is over. You know, um, that's a good question. Look at um, take a look at these charts on O'Neill's service. Data dog. Um, that looks like a nice high tight pattern it's making up there. Who, who knows how long these things are going to go? I mean, you know, I, I thought Lavongo was done right here, right? So did Goldman Sachs, and then Lavongo just exploded again. And I said I thought. I mean, we own Lavongo. I didn't sell it, but I thought, you know, who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's done. And Goldman Sachs downgrades it this day, and then the whole thing explodes higher. So um, I don't, you know, oops. Uh, strike. Honestly, here's my thought on that. You know, it's not over until it's over. I mean, we're just never going to know. So here's what we're going to do. Here, take a look at this. I'm going to share with you what I'll do with Lavongo, and you can extrapolate that uh, out to these other names. Okay. So first of all, let's put this at five standard deviations. Okay. So well, maybe that's a little bit. Well, maybe not. Okay. Look, we'll put it at four just to make it easier. This is four standard deviations above the 200-day moving average. The standard 200-day line is right there. If Lavongo gets to the top end and goes a little bit above, see back here it went above that four standard deviation line? Okay. So anywhere between four and five standard deviations above the 200-day gives me a reason to book some profit. And then what I'm going to do is use these lines. This is the 14-day moving average. This is the 25-day moving average. This is the 50-day moving average. And depending on how the stock behaves, I'll use one, two, or all three of those moving averages to stop out the remaining part of my position. So take a look at Spotify. So Spotify blew out, and I was actually using five standard deviations on Spotify. 
So I tweaked this depending on the stock. So when it ran up here and hit five standard deviations, we were booking profits actually right here on this, this hammer day. Okay, it ran up and touched it, and we booked profits that day, and then it went up again. That's okay. We took some gains. We took about 25% off the table. And now we're going to use this moving average, this moving average, and this one, depending on how this pattern develops, to book the rest of our gains or to let the thing keep running. Those are my thoughts there. Politics for dummies. Slack chat. I love it. Are you in the Slack chat with me? Politics for dummies? Are you an insider? Um, ID doc. Thanks for the information. You're welcome, my friend. Positions is the same as taking new positions. Holding positions is the same as taking new positions. Not exactly sure I understand what you mean there. Um, if you held a position through a decline and then it takes off again and you're in, and you're invested enough, then yeah, I mean, you've got a position on. But what we try to do here is trade around the core. So we don't want to have an entire position collapse all the way back. Let's say we had a big gain. It goes all the way back down to where we bought it. We don't want that to happen. And rule number one, you know, you don't let a gain turn into a loss, those types of things. So when we, when we make enough money in a position, we're going to book a piece, whatever that piece is, 20%, 25%, 50%. And then the other 50% is your core position that you hold through the swings as long term as you want to hold it but you trade around that core and it makes it easier to hold that position and it makes it more effective when you're trying to build your net worth. All right, guys, I appreciate your time with me tonight. I look forward to seeing you guys again on Saturday. I did not do Saturday last week. It was a holiday. I took off, but I will see you this Saturday for the week in review. Thanks for joining me tonight, guys. Take care. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.